Do you remember being bored as a kid? Never. <laughs> My imagination was just a world of adventure. And oh. Whimsy. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I remember like the places that I was bored at, like waiting for the doctor or I think my mom, she used to do transcripts for a medical doctor and so we'd have to go pick up the stuff and so we'd sit in the car and wait and I remember just the drive there and sit. I just remember like places that I would be bored because I would just, I don't know. I don't know what I would think of as a kid, but. <laughs> I was never, bo- okay, I don't remember I don't actually being that bored. I remember getting into a lot of trouble and that okay, was probably well, because I was bored. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's our episode. <laughs> no, uh, I think, but I don't think our parents were afraid of us being bored. I think that there is a little bit more fear for whatever reason, I think it's because we have more entertainment, more access and more on-demand right. type of entertainment. But I think parents are more, uh, it's become a fear. Like, I don't want my kid to be bored. I don't mind, especially during summer. Summer's around the corner right now. You gotta right? have Right? We're a society that is addicted to entertainment. Yeah. We, we are stimulation. We have these certain neural pathways, all these centers that, that are just there and we want them, we always want them stimulated. But boredom can often, uh, I think it can hurt it's good for our kids and not engaging and letting them, not engaging them in boredom, <laughs> not letting them be bored uh, can, I think, birth more like FOMO in them, to be honest. So there's a lot of FOMO. There's a lot of benefits that we're going to talk about to allowing our children to be bored in unstructured time. Uh, and we are going to talk about the Bible and what it says about being bored, because I don't know that it says that necessarily but we're going to talk to you about that today as a parent heading into summer what do you think about that okay let's do it okay see you on the other side all right welcome to the fierce parenting podcast and show i'm selena it's my husband ryan hey we are the Voices, faces behind fierce parenting, also fierce marriage, and fierce families. That encompasses all those things. We're trying to organize it, people. All right. Just it's back organized. up. Just, back yourselves yeah, up. Yeah, just check yourself. <laughs> you use the word FOMO heading out, and it's like, that's are the kids still saying that these days? Probably not, but I'm not a kid, so I say that. Little BOGO FOMO. <laughs> just, you know, when you try to sell stuff online, you got to create that BOGO FOMO. <laughs> this is the marketing guy okay today we're talking about the benefits of boredom it's okay to let your kids be bored we are on the verge of summer up here in the northwest and it is awesome but i think as parents we might fall into okay do i got the vbs scheduled do i got the summer camp scheduled do i got the the soccer camp scheduled do we got our vacation scheduled is every you know i'm not saying that we're all like that right because summer is a great time to be Listen, bored but i yes i'm all for the activities yes we're all for and i'm all for engaging with the kids but what do you tell the kids i'm Problem not your is, cruise yeah. director <laughs> like i get out of the office i'm doing work all day and i'm just i just need a second to breathe just a second to well, breathe. don't come out a second too early then and then <laughs> and then the fresh air not office air <laughs> you know it's dank in here <laughs> you did not just say that it's it's yeah anyway it gets hot in this office as as the video shows <laughs> No, but they come out and they're like, they want me to push them on the swing. They want me to play games. They want me to go oh just goodness, do stuff. And I'm like, kids. I'm not your cruise director. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's not my job to keep you entertained for the entirety of the duration of this. Until uh, your you go stay. to bed. <laughs> yeah. And I think, and you know, there's a balance there because you don't want to be, you know, disengaged from your yes. kids. You, you want to be Hello. available to them. My, the policy is like, as much as we can, we say yes. Sometimes I don't want to say yes. Always say yes. Because <laughs> sometimes I'm well, say and it's away. okay. The cool thing about being a kid and childhood, yeah. the magical part is that you can be bored and it's okay. I yeah. think as an adult, 
if we're bored, then we get into trouble, right? If we get bored, I mean, if you look in the Bible, it doesn't discuss boredom and children. It does discuss, and I'm assuming it's talking to adults, uh, the con- under the context of like slothfulness, right? And idleness and laziness, which are things, of course, we want to steer our children away from. We want to steer ourselves mm-hmm. away from, right? But God also talks about a time to rest. Boredom, rest. I mean, for kids, it can be the same thing. But what I want to argue is that I don't, I think that allowing children to be bored, uh, the benefits that come mm. from that are ways that they can actually combat idleness, slothfulness, and laziness in a, as an adult. So it can be a struggle. Real quick, how, how typically does this work itself out? Because if a child's bored, they're usually going to come to you. Um, we are going to talk about that. I should have laid out what we're going to talk about. He's a little bit along for the ride because he yeah, did the fierce marriage figure. thing. But no. <laughs> Teamwork. Teamwork. So we're going to talk about boredom how it's a struggle. We're going to remember our role as a parent. And then we're going to have talk about the eight benefits of boredom. And we're going to talk about what you can do if your parent, if your child comes to you and says, I'm bored. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. We're going to do it quick. So remembering our role as a parent, right? We are their parent. We can prep kids about summer, right? We can do a little prepping. It's okay. But as a parent, like you said, we're not the cruise director. What do you mean prep? We're saying, hey, summer's coming. We're not going to have all the, you're not going to well, head off to school every day. Yeah, I think it's okay. School routine every day. I mean, think about your summer. What do you want from it as a parent and for your kids? I mean, for me, summer looks like outside time as much as possible. Eating, playing, doing whatever, because we don't live in sunshine all year. It's like three and a half months maybe and we're done. <laughs> so we got to live it up, people. There's no barely any sleeping. You can sleep outdoors too. It's camping. Um, prepping them for being Is outside. <laughs> prepping them. <laughs> Board games. Or it's homelessness. <laughs> <laughs> Board games, chores, focusing on building life skills, right? I remember coming home from college and working. I mean, that was a lot of what we did in the summer, right? You can plan uh, to invite people over just prep some of these things i think for me it's just like board games books and being outside like those are the things that so how can i prep that well maybe i invest in two to three board games or yard games he got a bunch of yard games this year uh to be outside to enjoy the time together again not to avoid being bored but to have options for when you might be bored because they probably will be bored and it's a good thing but our responsibility and our role getting back to the the little order here Um, And it's not an exhaustive list here, right? But as a parent, we are to teach and train our children in the things of the Lord, right? Mm. Discipleship, that's what we're here. That's what we're all about. Uh, To live courageously for Christ without fear. And I think teaching our children the same thing. And I say that because I think, again, we have this fear of our kids being bored, that they're not going to like us or something like that. (laughs) Or they're not going to like being home. Uh, We don't want them to just to hear their their complaining. Yes. And sometimes we don't have the fortitude to push past the initial wave of complaining right you know to when they give up <laughs> that's the first wave. yes <laughs> you know you gotta be more consistent than them which is yes. hard when you got a lot of stuff on your plate as a parent right yeah so sometimes i think that there's not necessarily a fear like i don't i'm afraid my kids are going to be bored because they're not going to whatever get the stimulation they need it's more they're, i don't want to deal with the complaints that are going to come with being right. bored and it's more of a i'm going <laughs> to satiate yeah i'm going to just give you what you want yeah. so that you'll just and i just think alone. yeah i think there's a greater opportunity for us to now, lean into that. Here comes as the parents. wrench. Can I throw my wrench in your gears? Yes. What about a <laughs> maybe? <laughs> what about if if you're not at home with your kids? What if you know there's lots of single parent households, or yeah. you've got? I had a babysitter both, most of our both summers. Parents yeah. are, are at work, so you had a babysitter. Yeah. You, you did really? I did all summer. That sounds like really expensive. <laughs> I don't know. 
Well, you I mean, you got to do, I guess, but I, I just didn't know that. This, learn something new every day, folks. <laughs> yeah. I, or, you know, I, I remember playing at friends' houses a lot or being at my grandma's house a lot during the summer. I did do that too. Yeah. yeah. So I, I guess maybe it still translates into boredom. We're not necessarily, we're not talking about how to keep your kids busy through summer. We're trying to talk about when opportunities for boredom present themselves. Remember, it's okay, it's okay. and there's benefits. Yeah. Yep. So as a parent, you know, we're here to say, teach and train your child in the things of the Lord, make them courageous and fearless, provide for their basic needs, you know, food, shelter, transportation, all those kinds of things. Know your kid, know their passions, their interests, what they're good at, uh, steward them as the blessings that they are. Um, and again, it's okay to prep for summer. This is kind of a little like, it's okay to prep, right? It's okay to talk about, it's okay to like get some activities lined up, but when boredom hits, it's good. It's okay. Don't stress. So, sorry. What, what was your passion as a kid? Because I'm just this is I'm looking into the going mind of into right now. the pool in our backyard. Like my mom okay. invested in a big pool. We loved it. Like an above ground pool. Above like ground an pool. Epic pool. Yeah. That we totally did the <laughs> wave pool in, and like year three just. The, the side right blew into out. the yep. My passion was fire and knives. <laughs> I believe it. So boredom with the, that so passion water. is not necessarily a good thing. Well, <laughs> you just ha- you have to wield it, right? Wield it well. Wield it well. So as a ten-year-old, <laughs> <laughs> it might just take us getting them started in a direction, right? right? So let's talk about kind of the eight benefits of boredom. And this came from a website called The School Run. It's a bit. It's a blog by a few British mums who have also been experienced teachers. This is directly from their website. Uh, They now work from home and they like to help other parents kind of enhance their kids' education. Uh, And so they talked about boredom and how it is Mm. encouraging. And I did want to say there was a quote I missed up here uh, by Psychology Today. I'm going to read it. Proneness Mm -hmm. to boredom is associated with self-control problems, including addiction, gambling, and binge eating. Idle hands, the Amish will remind us, are the devil's workshop. People highly prone to boredom tend to have an impulsive mindset and are constantly looking for new experiences. This may be especially true during adolescence, a time when they are developing the skills they need to deal with boredom in adulthood. Although boredom is known for its role in leading to negative outcomes, boredom has also its benefits. Boredom can be a catalyst for action. And so what are some of those actions? What are some of those benefits that cause I think boredom gets a bad rap sometimes. I To be bored would be amazing as a mom, right? Like oh. to have a moment of boredom. Number one, boredom encourages imagination and creativity. Good. What does that mean? Well, when you don't have something just some, you know, uh, uh, piping into your brain and right. telling you what to see, yes. telling you what to think, telling you what to hear, it's amazing how your mind will begin to create and and be imaginative right and i think it gives kids a chance to take initiative in ways uh to occupy like you said occupy themselves without being told Mm -hmm. what to do and how to do it um so the creative part of that is really great number two you want to read that yeah i like this one boarded boredom boredom excuse me teaches grit Mm. boredom teaches grit in other words you learn how to not get what you want and be okay (laughs) with it right yep Yep. Like, and that's, that's one of the things that we're, we're constantly trying to teach our, our girls. Like you don't always have to get what you want in order to be content. Right. And it's a way of building resilience, I think, yeah. because you are building up that, okay, I, you, I don't know. I feel like, so our middle child, she always wants to like do something and be awesome at it. Right. Like just immediately. <laughs> and if she's not, she's just falls to pieces. Or, and, and then she will not give up. And here's a quick example. It's we true. got this badminton. You mentioned it getting the outdoor games. Well, we got this badminton net with the, you know, the everything. 
and I, I challenged them because I, I tried to play with them and I'm just like, they cannot play this game. <laughs> that they is really, really hard right now. This game. And I was like, <laughs> I need to coach them. I need some training. So I, I, I conjured up a bunch of badminton drills, like which included a lot of running. <laughs> Badminton's past game. <laughs> yeah, but, but, and then I said, okay, you got to hold the thing on, you know, hold the birdie on the paddle and then flip it over. And that was the first thing. And then eventually I had them hitting it like four times in a row, yeah. hitting it straight up. Well, Della, our oldest, she got it after about the fourth try. Emmy, it took her about 45 minutes and she was just a mess the entire time. And I was like, Emmy, you don't have to do it. She's like, yes, I do. And she would not give up. So she had some grit in that moment. She for had sure. some grit in that moment. And it was a lesson in resilience. Right. And it's okay. <laughs> it's good for kids to try things and not be good at them. Right. And boredom is a great opportunity for them to develop that grit, to, de- to develop that resilience. Also, it's okay for them to not be good at something and also not get a trophy as a result. That's yes. okay. <laughs> it's very okay. Well. <laughs> Number three, boredom develops problem solving skills, uh, which I mean, anyone can kind of see that coming, I think. Uh, yeah. We don't always want to intervene um, because then we're not really allowing them to kind of sit in the problem. Right. It's okay to let them sit in the problem. It's okay to have that blank space. It's okay for them to uh, struggle a little bit and feel uncomfortable with, you know, not having anything to do. Because I think, again, in that moment, they can have a problem-solving opportunity. Yeah. They can be resilient. And... Uh, yeah, we'll talk about some things that we can do as parents um, when that comes. Cool. Number four. I love this one. Boredom helps children form relationships. Mm-hmm. Here's a quick anecdote from the life of Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love anecdotes yeah. from Ryan. So, no, we, I, my mom's a teacher all grown up. We, uh, she was a teacher at a Christian school. So I made friends with the other, one of the administrators had a son, similar age, same age, actually. We were in the same grade. And so we always had time before school, after the entire place was cleared out. It was always me and two other guys, actually, because the janitor's son was also our age. Yes. And so we, unfortunately, that led to trouble in the later years. But early on, it's just we would just go and just talk and be friends. And we would end up laying down like on the on the uh, soccer field and the long grass on the edges and just just being kids. Yeah. All innocent. And those relationships would have never formed if my mom would have just put a phone in my hands and yeah. said, all right, mommy's working. We, we'll leave in a half hour. You can watch Ninja Turtles because that's what I was watching. Yeah. I love Ninja Turtles. Love Ninja Turtles. <laughs> I would have never hung out with my buddies. Right. I would have never known them. You never, you never would have known the experience of learning how to communicate with another person, mm-hmm. to make eye contact with them, to have read body language, right? And talk mm-hmm. and one and learn how to, yeah. you know, have self-esteem around other people. We can't do that on a screen, right? So right. again, it, teaches us how to build relationships and how to interact with each other, mm-hmm. which is becoming a lost art in a lot of ways. So number five, boredom builds confidence, which I think piggybacks off of this one. Good. Number six, boredom improves mental health. That's interesting to me. Um, why, why, what do you mean by that? Or what do they mean by that? The mums. <laughs> they said today's kids and adults too tend to be so busy that there's little time to be still and let their minds wander. Uh, having mm. time to just be gives them opportunity to think their own thoughts and get to know themselves a little better. And research has shown that allowing the mind to wander rather mm. than being focused on activities all the time is very important for mental health. Wow, it's really interesting. We, so people who've tracked with the fierce marriage side of things for a number of years have probably heard me talk about these days that I try to take once a month. They're called Be and Believe Days. Mm-hmm. And that's just a name I came up with for them. But it's the whole point of it is to just go and be with God and believe in him and to believe him to be a big God that is available to me. And so I'll go 
usually I try to stay within like an hour drive radius. So I'll try to find some part of nature. And the rules are, are pretty simple, but they're really hard to hold to. And the rules are this, no inputs other than scripture and no outputs other than prayer or worship. In other words, I'm not even listening to worship music. Mm-hmm. I'm not listening to sermons on podcasts or whatever. Yeah. I'm driving in silence. And the whole point is because I don't want any inputs other than God, the Holy Spirit, mm. and his word. And the no outputs other than me singing just by myself in the car or me praying by myself in the car. And then sometimes I, and I will journal as, as a form of prayer as well. But the point I'm trying to make is those days, Selena will tell you, I come back and it's almost always there's something that has happened right. between me and the Lord that is very unique. And it's a mountaintop moment um, most times. And it's because I, I feel like it's because I've given God the time of day and I've, I've, I've stopped. Yeah. I've stopped the noise. I've been okay with the boredom and it's amazing how the Holy Spirit will speak. So as far as mental health goes, I think if you're meeting with God in those moments, yeah, mental health will be an, a byproduct yeah. of that. But yeah. I think generally he's created us to be have a certain speed about us yeah. and technology has changed the speed of life to the point where it's detrimental to our mental health. Absolutely. And boredom is the brakes on the, the rapid speed of life. Absolutely. So. Uh, number seven, boredom creates a sense of belonging, which I thought this was interesting. Um, they're saying that the unstructured downtime gives a child a greater sense of community because if kids are always busy mm. on a focused activity, then often uh, they take for granted their surroundings, which is so interesting to me because when we, as we home educate, like we do nature studies, we go outside. Uh, we, I want kids to know, okay, what type of tree is this? Why is it this way? You know, like there's things about your environment that you should be able to know and identify. Um, and it builds community because you are now knowing those things with other people around you, right? And if you're bored and you're with friends, then mm. you're going to be together, right? And so uh, I think it's just it's just interesting to me that we can be, so, when we're plugged in, we are so unplugged from our environment, our community. And so, mm. again, unplugging to, yeah, unplug. Number eight. Boredom makes childhood <laughs> happier. Absolutely. Wow. They say this, uh, your child may argue that being bored is, well, boring, but actually it could make their childhood happier overall. Yes. And I think that comes from being able to uh, weather those times and the the grittiness that comes from that. Because you almost always come through life and say, oh, I remember all those times. And I remember how sweet that was to to be kind of innocent in that way. Yeah. Um, And then the, the fortitude that develops as a result of being bored. When I always think of campfires, like there's no real structure. You're just sitting there hanging out and talking, right? It's just, there's no real structure. You're making these connections. You're having these relationships, like watching this fire Mm. and you're making s'mores or whatever. It's just, there's those, there's those rich moments in life that can just often appear uh, in the unstructured, uh, bored moments of our lives. So uh, last little list here of how to deal and combat with the I'm bored phrase. Um, First of all, do your kids know that fun is not dependent on you? It's actually not your responsibility yes. 100% of the time, right? That's the whole cruise director thing. Right. Yeah. Not to say you can't buy a slip and slide or a pool, right? Or do some, plan some fun activity. <laughs> but ultimately, I mean, age dependent, their fun is not dependent on you. Uh, but they need to know that. And I think right out of the gate, having a nice, calm, encouraging talk mm. with your children. Say, hey, I'm not your cruise director, but I'm your parent. I love you. I want you to have a fun summer. But if you're a little bored... It's okay. And if they come to you, I'm bored, mom. Well, invite them into the activity that you're doing. If you're cooking, have them join in whatever task you're doing. Yeah, Don't re- overreact. Don't get frustrated. Don't get mad or guilt trip them. 
uh, one of our friends, Desiree, she has an I'm bored like list on her <laughs> fridge. So if the I'm bored and then it has all these chores, activities, anything you can pick from the list so you guys can get creative on that, right? Uh, you don't always, again, you don't always have to fix their problem or give them mm. a solution. Uh, encourage them in the things that they're good at and that they're creative and know mm. your child. Let their brains develop and come up with the answers. Uh, again, I would say stay off the screens as much as possible when you're bored because uh, psychology today also said you know we desire to escape from boredom the usual reaction is to seek outside stimulations for distractions and for example play a video game or watch a movie however these short-term solutions only serve to strengthen the grip of boredom it's mm. like an addiction where we need more and more intense stimulation to fight boredom and this may ultimately lead to more boredom in the long run so if you want to know about tech and all that go to gospel tech uh, that he has a whole Nathan has a whole podcast uh, episode and he's also gonna I think give a talk here one of these days about how to kind of prep your tech in the summer and have those talks and then yeah. walking it out what that looks like but we would encourage you in those things but boredom can be a blessing and I think mm -hmm. that we need, need to embrace it we don't need to be afraid of it as believers there's nothing that we need to fear but we can also prepare our hearts and prepare the hearts of our children uh, to see these as opportunities to seek the Lord right to sit in his goodness and to stop and to be slow which i don't even think it's slow i just think the acceleration of the world around us has made it feel slow uh but to just live and breathe yeah. and enjoy these sweet moments um of being a kid because yeah. again once you're an adult i would say that boredom should not be a regular part of your your day well I, well actually while you're while we've been going through this episode i've been feeling this kind Are of bored <laughs> yeah been feeling very bored <laughs> this whole time. <laughs> no, I, I kind of want to push back. It's late in the episode, but okay, I want to push back. I think it's okay to be bored as, as an adult. You don't need like, right? We're not. We're not it, it just don't be idle. Idle. That's. I think that's. What I'm Idleness saying, yeah. is different. But yeah. like, if don't you're be sitting, lazy. At, like, I, I was at the doctor's office the other day, and I, I, everyone's on their phone, like from the moment they sit down to the yeah. moment they get called, and I just would made it a point to not be on my phone even though it would have been way easier than sitting there and you know what you observe things you think things you read things uh in that to me is responding to a moment of it's being good, okay babe. with the boredom it's good babe. so when you're bored seek the lord oh there it is say that sooner. Oh, and try to avoid that bogo fomo <laughs> <laughs> anyway I'll pray. all right lord i thank you for uh really the gift of boredom and what it can mean for us mm -hmm. as parents as adults but also for the hearts and minds of our children um, I pray that you'd help us uh, wield the tool of boredom well, hmm. um, to allow it where it's necessary, and to to let um, to to leave space in the hearts and minds of our kids so that they might experience um, uh, new uh, forms of creativity, new forms of connecting with others, mm -hmm. new forms of connecting with you, and um, new forms of being um, amused and entertained that are rooted in the the pace of real life. So, Lord, I pray that you'd give us guidance in this, and mm -hmm. I pray for the parents that it's. As parents, Lord, we want so badly for our kids to end up just right. Mm. But Lord, help us trust you with them and help mm. us walk out that trust through faithful daily obedience mm. to your word as parents. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, if you haven't yet, uh, please do subscribe to this channel on YouTube. Even if you're listening, you can go over to YouTube and find us for The Fierce Family on YouTube. If you are watching it and you're not subscribed, now's your golden opportunity. Yes. Leave a comment, leave a rating, leave a review, especially on the podcast. That's important. Um, if you want to support this work, this it is largely possible because of our awesome patrons yeah. you can do that by going to fierce parenting which one am i talking about here <laughs> parenting.com slash partner and there's some options there yes. we hope to see you on the inside 
With that said, this episode of Fierce Parenting is... In the can. See you again in seven days. Until next time. Stay fierce.